of the state of Indiana is Mitch Daniels. Hello, Governor Daniels. How are you? Listen, I'm a National League fan. I'll take any edge we can get. You know, it's been a well, long drought. I don't know if the L.A. Dodgers are going to be there come October, but there's a certain edge that you did receive outside of one. Six minutes until midnight, though, Governor, last night. That's way too late. I, I could I could try to uh, lie to you and tell you I stayed up, but I didn't. I put the tape on and got up and watched it early this morning. And, uh, you know, I thought Broxton uh, was going to blow the game and really embarrass me, but... Uh, <laughs> They hit a couple rockets at somebody, and we and they got out of it. But you know, I don't think that you know. I think the Dodgers are a pitcher, at least a pitcher short. Yeah. And they lack a little. They lack the home run power that they probably need. But uh, you know, uh, I I can hope. Yeah. Well, you got little Reds fans around here have something to cheer about all of a sudden too for the first time since 1999. You know, because for so long the Dodgers and yep. Reds played in the same. Um, you know, division were were, tough, were rivals. I I could never be a Reds fan, but I am anymore. And they've got some appealing young players, and um, you know they're they're over. They seem to be overachieving. I like that. You know, it's interesting you bring that up because I remember back in the day when they were members of the National League West, and they were among, if not the best rivalry going in Major League Baseball back then. I mean, they really were. And we got to see that front and center because uh, Channel 4 had Ken Wilson and Ray Lane, and you got the Reds games, or a majority of them here locally. Absolutely. And I, I made it a point to get to at least uh, uh, one series, usually taking in two games uh, uh, when the Dodgers got to Cincinnati. My one, usually it was my one chance of the year to see them live. And, you know, both of them had really good teams at that for many of those years simultaneously. It was, it was a great rivalry. I can't imagine, and having been to Chavez Ravine a couple of times in the past, how anybody player-wise gets anything done with that setting and all that there is to do in Southern California. I have no clue. That's my excuse for why they haven't won a world championship in 20 years. <laughs> uh, Governor Mitch Daniels joins us. Uh, you're on the stage a little bit earlier today out at the Indianapolis Museum of Art. What did you think about the entire presentation? presentation much less the experience well i'm tremendously excited you know i i'm just a race fan and an ardent race fan but that's that's all i am as a fan however i think i think you have to be um somewhat psyched up about the prospect of um, first of all more teams competing because they they're going to make it a lot more affordable a lot of those um uh, many of the cars having uh, competing body styles. I believe before too long you'll see competing engines once again. We used to love to argue uh, whether we knew anything or not. We used to love to argue about which engine, which chassis, which uh, body, and uh, all that uh, could be coming right back here. I don't know your background and how much you know of Randy Bernard, the IndyCar CEO, but this is what I gather so far in talking with him. He's an incredibly charismatic guy that doesn't come across and hit you in the face with that charisma. I think that's accurate. I didn't know anything about Randy until uh, you know getting to know him shortly after he got here and working on this project. Um, uh, which we were working on for a long time before he came on the scene. He really has made it happen. Uh, and i got to say, I think he's off to a fantastic start. You know, my impression, one impression I formed today, um, my, my sense is people really like the result, like the decision and the outcome. But he, seemed, he also, I think, gets credit for having set up a very fair uh, process to get to that outcome. I didn't hear a single person say, well, we didn't get a fair chance they didn't listen to my idea uh, I, I think they ran a very uh, good process and by the way they did it pretty quickly so yeah. uh, 
you know, uh, uh, the, the story, if, 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 if you haven't heard it, of what he did with that uh, Bull Rider series is unbelievable. Um, and uh, they started with almost no dollars, and a bunch of cow, a bunch of the riders, you know, put up the early money. And then he he told me he had the joy, whatever it was, fifteen twenty years later, going around handing out million dollar checks to these broken down bull riders who had, you know, on their on their one or two thousand dollar investment. Yeah, it is amazing. There's no doubt about that. The governor of the state of Indiana, Mitch Daniels, joins us. Here's what's interesting about today's presentation that I saw. I mean, it, to me, it almost it meshed the old school with the new. You had people that had a ba- great background with IndyCar and open wheel, and then you had a, a mixture of you know new technology and a new way to go about things. I mean, they utilized at least during the presentation, you know, t- uh, texting and things of that nature. It had a mixture of both the the old and the new that seem for that moment right that you know that that's 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 interesting and now that i think of it that's exactly right and i think they were that was all for a point you know that this is a new era uh, uh, we we've always associated since the speedway was put there a century ago the speedway with innovation in in auto racing and therefore in the auto industry and they want to get right back out in front of that again i I think they're off to on the right on the right foot, and of course, as you know, our our corner of this, what we've been working on for a year was to try to turn this into real jobs in Indiana, and we're real excited not just about having Delara come put that factory and tech center here, but their commitment to use uh, Indiana suppliers is going to turn into a lot of jobs, and I love the discount that they agreed to give to Indiana-based teams. First 28 cars sold at. I don't know if that's 28 teams or 20-something else, but it's, you know, we could see in a very short order um, some really exciting new uh, enterprises all right here. I'm very excited about how the revitalization process is going to go with with Speedway along Main Street, too. I think when that's said and done, it will be fantastic. This thing, If this thing uh, uh, clicks like it could, uh, you won't recognize that area in literally in three or four years. And uh, the folks out there have worked so hard. I was so happy for all the people from Speedway who've been working on this a long time. This this throws the door open, I think, to uh, some explosive growth and 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 to a uh, you know a, a totally different uh, uh, look and economy out there. I have asked in the past that we at least get that White Castle back in the fork of Crawfordsville, 16th, <laughs> and Georgetown again. Uh, that. <laughs> That was always such a choice place. Going in, it looked so much different than it did going out covered in garbage back in the day. We should have put them on the historical register so they couldn't. <laughs> it was pretty much a, a landmark, wasn't it? Oh, it was. A, yeah, it was uh, somewhat unrecognizable for a White Castle going out, but going in, man. I mean, it was it was the real deal. Governor Mitch Daniels joins us. I'm going to ask you uh, away from what we're talking about. How are we doing job wise? Uh, economically speaking, moving forward in 2010, how are we doing so far? My answer is better than anybody else, and not nearly good enough. I mean, um, uh, we had a kind of looks like we probably had a kind of a flat month last month. For, for the first half of this year, we're two percent of America, and we're, but we're seven or eight percent of all the new jobs, and um, in the private sector, which is where it counts. So uh, we got a long way. Uh, to come back, but uh, there's lots of uh, of new investment interest. Uh, this, this thing today is just one of uh, probably 10 announcements we've had in the last uh, 
couple weeks. So there is there is some momentum. Some people are, um, some businesses are ready to take a couple risks, and uh, um, we're getting more than our share. But you know, it looks like a long hill back to me. Yeah, you know, I, I look at towns like Anderson and Kokomo and Marion and, and look at maybe what they were back in the 80s compared to now, and, and you just want something to really pop and begin to click for them for the future because it, somewhat those towns at times have become unrecognizable to what and how we remember them. Yeah, well, the world changed in a huge way, and uh, and uh, and so we're not the only place that's struggling to uh, to find ways to replace what uh, what went away, but uh, we work on it every day. Mitch Daniels joins us, the governor of the state of Indiana. I'm sure you probably have noticed what's going on with the CIB and the Pacers. Got any thoughts on that? Well, just like any Pacer fan, I'm I'm glad that we seem to have some stability there. And uh, and to be honest, I think uh, they probably uh, both sides on the, of that uh, deal probably did the best they could. It, uh, Generally, a deal that uh, nobody's 100% happy with is probably pretty fair. I think one thing that people shouldn't lose sight of is that when the CIB um, stepped in, as they did here, uh, almost all their money comes from our visitors. It doesn't come from your taxes. Uh, so much of it comes from uh, taxes on uh, on tourists and those who come to conventions, come to pro sports events, and come to uh, you know the attractions that – uh, that they make possible. So, um, you know, I think uh, just as one fan, I'm, I'm sort of glad they've gotten this behind them at least for a while. And let's hope that the uh, NBA and its players come to a little more sensible situation that allows mid-market teams to, not to be under such incredible pressure. Yeah, that's true. Uh, you know, final thing before I let you go, it has been amazing. And I know you followed this basically forever too, but you go back – 10, 12, probably 12 years or so. And I remember even in 2002 when the Colts weren't selling out every game, even with Peyton Manning. But the the complete evolution of football in this state from the upper level to the NFL down to the high school level is at a point, Governor, where I never thought, you know, growing up and being a Hoosier for life, it was ever going to be. You know, I got the same feeling. I for for long long time every year I get upset because some Indiana kid you know is recruited away in basketball, uh, but you didn't used to worry about it much because there were so few Indiana kids who seemed to be top prospects in football. And that's now that's changing. Now I get ticked off at, in both sports. You yeah. know that that somebody went to that uh, who could have uh, gone to any of our uh, schools and we could have watched them uh, went off to high State or somewhere. So. Uh, yeah, we something's going on, and uh, it, it makes it a lot more fun. Absolutely. The governor of the state of Indiana is Mitch Daniels. I appreciate the time, yes, as sir. always. And you know what? Well, we root for the Reds around here, but if the Dodgers happen to sneak in, then so be it, I guess. <laughs> well, I hope, we, I hope you're put to that test. Take care. Thank you very much. The Bye. governor of the state of Indiana is Mitch Daniels on 10 10-